Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Hope Unlimited Church podcast. We're honored that you're here, and we pray that you find this message both encouraging and inspiring. Welcome back to another episode of the Hope Unlimited Church podcast. Um, I am here with my co-host, also employee, also kids pastor, also friend, Brandon. Good morning, Cole. Pastor Brandon in the house, hosting with me this morning. Um, so one of the reasons why we are going to continue to do this, I felt like last week that um, it was important that we um, got content out to you that I taught on Wednesday night um, because I got a lot of good feedback on Wednesday night and I was just like Thursday morning I was like hey I think people need to hear this yeah so um, there's a lot of things that I say on Wednesday night that I think we need to put out there for the people to hear agreed and there's a lot of things that I have to say that really a lot of times I don't say on Sunday mornings or Wednesday Sure. That there needs to be a place for people to hear. And, and so sometimes better, the topics work better as like conversations. Yes. Than it does. Than a, like a monologue or a sermon. Right. So um, last week, um, we, w- we are in the series on Wednesday, right, Wednesday night right now called Things Leaders Don't Tell You. And last week we talked about having a mental health strategy. I got so much good feedback on that. This week I'm going to talk about something that I think a lot of people, they insinuate, but they don't really tell you this. Right. They know that this is true, but they don't really ever say it's true. And it's just a simple idea of you need a confidant in your life. Right. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So just by definition, a confidant is a person with whom one shares a secret or private matter, trusting them not to repeat it to others. How many of you know that in this day, it's hard to even be that? It's hard to be that. It's hard to, not not only is it hard to be that, it's like, it's really hard to find one. Yeah. It's just as hard to find a confidant as it is to be one. And some would even argue, like, it's even harder to be one now. Mm-hmm. Just because of how tempting just giving out information is. Yeah. Because of how easy it is to just give out information willy-nilly. Yes. And also, too, I think one of the things that makes being a confidant hard is sometimes you are in a position where if someone shares with you a piece of information, it is need-to-know information for others as well. Right. It's not just like, you know not information that people need to know, but one of the things that I'm talking about when I talk about a confidant, I'm not talking about someone in an organization. I'm not talking about an employer. I'm not talking about any of that. I am talking about someone in your personal life that you can trust with all of your secrets and all of your dreams. Right. And so I just want to talk about, I have four characteristics of someone who is a confidant. And I want to kind of list those out for you today. And instead of focusing on 
finding a confidant, a lot of times we need to focus on becoming one, and then what we are will come to us. Right. What we become, that comes to us. So, um, also, please excuse the uh, ambulance and fire truck in the background if you can hear that. There's an ambulance and the fire truck. If you're listening to this in your car on your way to work, yeah. it's probably not behind you. That's so right. Don't worry. That's right. Anyway, so um, four things. The first thing is, well, the first thing that I, w- I need to preface before I s- tell you the four things is confidants offer you several things, but confidants offer you, I think, very specific gifts. They give you the gift of... I think several things Mm -hmm. and people are gifts from God. But I think if you have a confidant in your life, they will give you these four gifts. And the first gift is the gift of loyalty. Mm -hmm. I think in today and, and I please don't take me wrong here. I'm not saying like you have to be loyal to everyone in your life and, and whatever you do need to live with integrity and you do need to live within the ways of Jesus. But, being loyal, that means really something different to different people. But what I mean by the gift of loyalty is that they are with you. Yeah. They're not with you for what you do. They're not with you for what you don't do. They are with you. Right. Not for like a shared goal, not for a shared objective, just you as a person. They are in your corner. Yes, they are in your corner. They've stood the test of time. So they stood the test of time through victories and defeats. Right. They've stood the test of time through failures and success. Yeah. Um, And I know you can also probably say that that's the same thing as victories and defeats, but whatever. (laughs) Um, But they they have stood the test of time. Yeah. Over the course of your life, look at the people who have remained with you through ups and downs and highs and lows, regardless of the decisions that you've made. Right. Regardless of good decisions and bad decisions, regardless of jail time or not jail time, regardless of find the lowest of lows and look at the people there and say, you were with me here, and then go on the opposite end and the highest of highs and say, you were with me here. Right. Um. They've been there when nobody else is there. That's what I mean by the gift of loyalty. Yeah. Um, And I think we lack that today in our culture because a lot of times we're scared of what it will look like if we stand with someone in their defeats. Right, right. We're scared of what that will look like. And I think, too, you bring up a good point because – you know, everybody talks about fair weather friends, you know, those people that are only there in the victories and how they aren't typically like real good friends. Mm -hmm. But we also have to look at the other side of that. And there are those friends that are only there for you when your life is falling apart. Right. And it's like a confidant is the person that is there throughout. Right. Because there's some people, you know, that I've had in my life that have been in my corner when things aren't going well but they don't always give the best advice right? because they also don't really care that I come out of things being bad. Right. Because, Uh, you know, uh, they want to form that we touched on this last week. They want to form that dependency on them. So even be careful of trusting people who like to watch you fail. Yeah. And two, like I, I say this, one of the, one of the ways that you can figure out who your confidants are or potentially are, is when you have something really, really good that happens, 
pay attention to how they react to it. Yep. Do they celebrate with you, or are they just like, mm, great? Yeah. Um, I like had a friend recently that I told some really good news to, and he was just like, dude, I am so excited and happy. Right. He's like, I hope that what you're saying is is happening and real and true. But, like, this it has me pumped up. This has yeah. me fired up. And so um, you want to pay attention to those people closest to in your life when you tell good news how they react. Yeah. Because, like you, like you mentioned, there are people who it's like they get a dopamine hit or something when you fail and they can swoop in to give their advice to you. Correct. Correct. Which is so strange. Anyways. Um, so, first gift is the gift of loyalty. The second gift is the gift of silence. A confidant gives you the gift of silence and silence in a two on a two-way street. Number one, they don't tell your business to anyone. Right. Um, they guard your dreams the same way that they guard their dreams. Yeah. And they know all of your desires. Here's the reality. You, most of the time, cannot be honest and real about what your goals and dreams are with most people. Right. Because in reality, it doesn't include them. Right. It may be a different phase of life. It may be a different season of life that your ultimate goal or dream or whatever is going to be fulfilled. But like a confidant, you can tell them everything. Yep. You can say, hey, this is what I want to happen. This is what I desire in my heart. This is what I would prefer to happen. Right. Um, so like, for instance, just say, like, long before I was the pastor of Hope, in, Hope Unlimited Church, I did not move here with the expectation to ever be the pastor what? of this church. <laughs> like, not <laughs> like I didn't even move here with an expectation to be on staff at this church. I just moved here to serve at the church. In fact, my first Sunday here, I, I didn't go through Next Steps my first Sunday, but they offered Next Steps my second Sunday, and I went through it immediately. Yeah. And so I went through Next Steps immediately, and then – Jumped on a team and started serving. Positions came open. I jumped into those positions. And um, then Pastor Casey asked me to take over the church. But long before I was the pastor of Hope Unlimited Church, I had friends that knew I want to pastor a church one right. day. Just none of them thought that it would be Hope Unlimited. Just right. like nobody in the world thought, including myself or Pastor Casey, <laughs> thought that that would be the case. Um, but they they knew that my dream is to pastor a church. And, like, honestly, like, one of the things, like, moving here or whatever, like, I felt like that I was supposed to come here, move here, sit under Pastor Casey and Lindsay because they had something that I wanted in a local church, and I needed that deposited in me before I went out and planted. And it wasn't preaching. It wasn't any of that. It was the character integrity that they, yeah. that they have and operate with. And, yeah, so... They give you the gift of silence. You can share your dreams with them. And then also, this is also kind of a, a two-way street because a lot of times you don't need advice. You just need an ear. Yeah. 
And Absolutely. the gift of silence a lot of times looks like you being able to spill your heart and dreams and goals and ambitions and all of that stuff out onto the table, and they're just like, awesome. Cool. Yeah, cool. It's not a critique. It's not a plan. It's not all of that. Um, it just looks like, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, no just what. letting you voice mm-hmm. those things. And a lot of times you, you go to them most of the time when you have issues. Right. And um, most of the time when someone has lots of problems going on, they don't need advice. They need an ear. Yeah. They need an ear. So they give you the gift of silence. So the gift of loyalty, the gift of silence. Uh, this next one, the gift of confrontation. Confidants yeah. give you the gift of confrontation. They tell you what is good for you, not what you want to hear. Right. This is one that we do not like in 2023. We do not like this. Um, and a lot of times you have to be careful to know what your role is in people's lives. Right. Because you can tell someone what's good for them and it not be what they want to hear and they'll get offended at you. Right. Um, so when you have a confidant, you need to find someone who is loyal. They give you the gift of silence. They give you the gift of confrontation. And in the gift of confrontation, they don't allow you to wallow in your stuff. They don't allow you to wallow in your mess. Yeah, um, They confront you when you are trying to build a house around all of your issues. They confront you when you are trying to do something that is crazy and they know is going to harm you. Yeah, and this is why one and two are important, why the gift of loyalty and the gift of silence are important, because those two things earn you the gift of confrontation. Because these are the people that have been with you in the highs and lows. These are the people that have heard everything that you want to do and that have been a listening ear. And so these are the same people that know everything that's going on and are the people most qualified to come to you and say, you are throwing away everything that you are working on Mm -hmm. if you do this. Mm -hmm. And I have spent too much time investing in our relationship to allow you to just throw Mm -hmm. it all away. And a lot of times this is what, this is how you find if someone's like there with you or not. Right. Um, if they will tell you when you are doing something wrong or you are doing something harmful, and I'm not talking about just making a, a casual mistake. I'm talking about altering the course of your life right. based off of a decision. Um, you, you've got to, you've got to let people be that for you yeah, and you've got to be that for other people. And you need to listen to them because this kind of confrontation does not benefit them at all, typically. Mm-mm. It is solely for your benefit that they are putting themselves out there um, and just causing this bit of friction, you know, this mm-hmm. bit of confrontation. Mm-hmm. It may not be comfortable, but it is solely for your benefit whenever a, you have a friend like that come to confront you. Yes. It's not, and, like, I think a lot of people, like, they think that, oh, well, like, they need to mind their business or whatever. It's like, okay, like, Here's the reality. If you want them to be that, then <clears throat> it's not just their role to mind their business. Right. Because they are here for you. Right. 
And so I found in my life, though, that a lot of people, um, you'll find out really quickly they don't view you as that once you have this interaction with them. Right. They get offended. They get upset. They stop coming to your church. They do all of this stuff. Yep. When maybe at one point you were very, very close and now you're not. I remember um, in, I can't remember what year, maybe 2018 or something, I was a youth pastor and I had built a relationship with a guy in our church and man, he was such an awesome dude and like we were friends or sure. whatever and he was about to make a life decision and I'm just like, hey dude, I don't think that that's going to benefit you. Yeah. I don't think that's going to benefit you. Like you can do this and I'm still going to love you, but that's not going to benefit you. Right. And he got incredibly upset and offended that I told him that that's not going to benefit him. Right. Same, same, same year, same opportunity comes open to a different guy that I'm, I had built relationship. And when I say a guy, I mean like a young guy who's making career changes, who just graduated high school, same guy and same confrontation, same conversation. He took it very well. Mm-hmm. And even like to this day, um, <laughs> the goal that they had in mind when I told this one guy, hey, don't do this, and they didn't do what I told them to do, they're like, hey, thank you for that. I, I mean, like, I genuinely didn't see this yeah. when I was getting ready to make this decision. I'm glad you did. Thank you for telling me that I shouldn't do this. He didn't do what he was planning on doing, and he ends up in a in a much better position later. Sure. And this guy ends up in a in a much worse position. Right. And it wasn't because the decision wasn't exciting. It wasn't because the decision wasn't good. It was just that the decision wasn't right. Yeah. And, like, there's a difference between something being, like, is it good? Maybe. Right? Depends on who you are. Sure. Depends on what your goals were. And it it was honestly taking a job that would keep them... So they planning to go in, they were planning to go into ministry school. Two of them wanted to take a job that would take them out of serving within the local church mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And w- on when you're going to ministry school, that's one of the things they want to know. Does this person serve in a local church? Right. And so if you're not serving in a local church, I can't sign a document that says you are serving in a local church. <laughs> right. Um and so one guy was just like, you know what? This is my ultimate goal to get to ministry school, graduate. The other guy was like, mm, you know, like, I'm going to get to school. I may go to ministry school. I may graduate. And the reality was they both went. One of them graduated. One of them didn't. <coughs> and it wasn't because they – and this was a this was a ministry school that actually, like, I really wasn't even, like – connected with them all the time so they mm. really wasn't even a part of my church right and so but anyways um th- you got to have people in your life to give you the gift of confrontation yeah and i am way closer to the guy that i told don't do this and he listened 
than I am to the guy who said, I said, don't do this, and he didn't listen. Yeah, because a good confidant, too, is able to remove themselves from the emotion of a situation Mm -hmm. and give you not only an unbiased opinion of what you need to do, but an informed one because they have Mm -hmm. been loyal Mm -hmm. and they have been silent. Mm -hmm. And so listen to people when they try to confront you about your life issues when they've proven to you that they care about what happens to you. That's right. And the last thing... Last but certainly not least, they give you the gift of encouragement. Yeah. You need someone in your life that encourages you to take the next step. You need someone in your life that believes in the dreams in your heart. You need someone in your life that cares about you more than what you do. Right. You need someone in your corner no matter what you're doing unless it's something really stupid. And then they confront you and say, hey, don't do this. But – if you're doing something great, no matter what that great thing is, you need someone in your corner saying, hey, I'm with you. Yep. I'm here. The gift of encouragement, I cannot be. I think it's one of the most underrated things that we have in our belts in the church. Yeah. And we don't pull it out enough and use it, that, that tool. And so you need a confidant. You need someone who you can... you can share a secret or a private matter to, and you can trust them to not repeat it to others, your dreams, your goals, your plans, all of those things, your issues, your problems, all of those things. And when you're looking for that person, look for loyalty, look for someone who, who is, has the gift of silence, look for someone who will confront you when you're doing something stupid and look for someone who is encouraging. Yeah. And on the flip side, be that to somebody. Yes. Yeah. You, you got to be that to somebody. And a lot of times this is what happens. Because you are becoming that to people. And here's some, like, situational awareness I think is very important. Mm-hmm. Like, emotional awareness is very important. Self-awareness is very important. Be self-aware to know if you're in that role in someone's life or not. Yeah. Yep. Be self-aware enough to know. Because um, sometimes... People are not coming for you because people are not coming to you because they are wanting you to be a confidant to them. Right. People are coming to you because they want you to agree with them no matter what. Right. And um, what's great about like some of my friend group is just like, I mean, you've met them. It's like they're some of the most disagreeable people that you'll ever Correct. meet. Like, um, so. Anyways, you need a confidant. You need a you need someone in your life that will do these things, and they offer these gifts: loyalty, silence, confrontation, and encouragement. Thank you for listening today, and we will see you again next week. Adios.